Lord God, uh, to our jobs, Lord God, that when we are on our jobs, Lord God, when we are at our schooling, Lord God, in our places of business, Lord. And that yesterday, God was telling me when I, He said, He showed me the harvest, you guys, and He brought that back that verse. The harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. And today I want to say thank God we are laborers for the Lord. That we are here to declare, to shout it out loud, that Jesus is the cause of our freedom. We're here to love on people today, you guys, in the middle of our barbecues and our get-together. Let's remember somebody needs to be free. And it could be just somebody you're walking with, talking with, that they want to be free. So we welcome everybody this morning. And we pray that if you came in with a burden, that you won't leave with it. All right? Because the one who sets us free is right here, right now. He is being a part of our, our, our service this morning as we lift up the name of Jesus. This morning we're going to be talking about the cost, the honor, and the ultimate sacrifice of our freedom. Freedom isn't free, you guys. And so we're going to be talking about that this morning. So let's just tune in our ears to the different messages that God wants to bring to our heart. And next we're going to go into come back together and just worshiping God in another song. You guys, let's join in with these songs. Let's just have a fun time time this morning a celebratory time this morning because we have a lot to celebrate somebody's looking for the answer that we already have so come on let's celebrate Jesus Thank you. 
Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. Amen, amen. Thank you. Let's go forth in prayer again. Lord, we thank you for this morning, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. We thank you for the opportunity to come together on the 4th of July, Lord Jesus. Lord, we thank you for the opportunity just to profess your freedom thank to everybody, you, Jesus. Lord. Lord, for the people that are walking by, that they will know it's not just a holiday of Hallelujah. freedom of our country, but also our freedom thank of our minds, Lord Jesus. Jesus. Lord, we pray that you, that you would just be in this place and also in this city, Lord. And as we minister through the city, Lord, that we will minister through the, through the county. As we do through the county, we go through the state, Lord. From the state to the whole country, Lord Jesus. And Lord, we just pray that we can just be your disciples. Here on earth, Lord. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. All right, we're going to state the Pledge of Allegiance. Amen. You guys can look at these flags. um, Stand if you can. Thank you. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Thank you. Good morning, everyone. And if you've heard, Pastor, I just want to reiterate, and please have a seat if you haven't already sat down. Uh, Pastor Linda was uh, discussing uh, the topics that we will be talking about today, which was the cost, the honor, and the sacrifice, if I'm not mistaken. And I want to just talk to you guys a little bit about the cost, the cost of freedom. And I wanted to start with uh, just, just a recap, not a recap, but just a reminder for all you history buffs out there, the, the Independence Day of the United States. We were under rule of, of under Great Britain. Uh, 1775, the Americans that were here in colonies, they said, hey, um, we don't want to be under this Britain's rule, the Britain's rule any longer. 
um, the uh, Britons were in uh, numerous wars, more so the Indian War, and then the, they were in war with the French. And they were taxing the Americans heavily because, you know, they needed the cost of war, and the cost of war is pricely. So they just started to uh, tax the Americans, and the Americans like, yeah, we're not having this. We want our freedom. We want our independence. Go back to Great Britain, and we'll just deal with what we have to deal with. I'm just paraphrasing here. We'll deal with what we have to deal with here in America. So they won their independence. It was a, they went right into the Revolutionary War uh, right after this independence. Uh, so in between uh, 1775 uh, and 83 was this war. And in 1776, they had the uh, Declaration of Independence. So they were uh, continuing in this war. But we won our independence in the midst of this war. And we lost about 6,100 uh, people in battle. 6,100, oh, 6, I'm sorry. 6,100 people in battle, about 20,000 prisoners of war. And it's a terrible time. So in, uh, if you looked at it in today's terms, it's a small, significant number, you would say. But in the times of how many Americans were in actual America, that was a pretty significant number of people who lost lives. It would amount to about 6 million people today that had lost their lives in war. And we have many wars after that, and we have lost way more people. But in that time, it was very significant. So I wanted to bring that out. There's a lot of cost when it comes to war. And then I wanted to bring that into my, um, into my life, my own personal life. I was thinking about when we were children. My mother was a single mom at the time. Her and my father were separated. And I remember her praying for a car. She was praying for simply for a car. She was one of the deacons at our church. And she had a key. And she was one of the first ones there every Sunday she, when she had a key. So we had to get up. We had to get on the bus, drive a little ways. We had to walk to the bus stop. And then we had to drive a little ways get off the bus, and this is Sunday morning, and during the week, uh, weeknights, we would get a ride from some of the church members, but on Sunday mornings, they were still sleeping in, but we had to get up early to go and go to church, so we had to walk, catch a bus, and then we had to walk like a mile and a half, maybe a while, mile and three quarters, I can't remember, but we were still there first to open up the church, and so I heard my mom praying like, Lord, just give me a car, just give me a car, Lord, and God was faithful. He gave her a, he gave her a car. But you know what I thought when I, you know, not what I thought, but what I recognized just watching my mom, she was like, it's the cost of the car. You know what I mean? So she had never put a car in her budget. So now if you didn't realize, I mean, as you all know, that half cars is that uh, that bus fare that we use every Sunday was way cheaper than putting gas in your car. Right. And not only gas. So they don't include that in the price when you purchase the car. Not only do you have to purchase the car, but then you got to pay for maintenance. What else? You got to pay for insurance. You got to pay for gas on a regular basis. Then you got to pay for registration every year. There is a cost when you receive something or when you have something. And you think it's just, oh, it's so blessing. Lord, I want a bigger house. What are you asking for? I'm asking for maintenance bills. I'm also asking for a little bit more rooms to clean, right? That means that I'm, I'm going to have a little bit more space, but I'm going to have a little bit more to clean up. I'm going to have a little bit more to take care of. Now I have a yard. Now I got to get a lawnmower. But there is a cost associated when you are asking for more things. And so I want to read this scripture, uh, what, I'm, what I'm coming from is, uh, this is Luke 14, chapter 14, 25 to 34. <clears throat> and you can read along with me if you have your Bibles. This is the uh, New King James Version. And it's starting at the 25th verse. It says, now great multitudes went with him. And he turned to them saying, if anyone comes to me and does not hate his father and mother, wife 
and children. This is Jesus talking to the multitudes. Hate your mother and your father. Oh, my God. I'm going to keep reading now. And it says, sisters, yes, his own life as well. He cannot be my disciple. And whoever does not bear his own cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. For which of you intending to build a tower does not sit down first, count the cost, whether he has enough to finish it, lest after he had laid the foundation and is not able to finish all who see it being mocking, mocking him, this man began to build and was not able to finish. Or what king going to make war against another king does not sit down first and consider whether he is able with 10,000 men to meet who comes against him with 20,000 men? Or else while the other is still a great way off, he sends a delegation and asks for the conditions of peace. So likewise, whoever of you does not forsake all that he has cannot be my disciples. Now, I thought it was pretty interesting in this passage of scripture that he had brought up these examples of uh, anybody who wants to come after me. And I want you to uh, just to, uh, take a look at this, this scripture. And he said, if anybody wants to come after me, this is what it's going to cost you, Sarita. He just told you straight up, it's not going to be easy. And, uh, and as I was pondering on it, you know, when he talked to the disciples, he never talked to them about the cost. He said, follow me. Why is that? I think that I think Jesus knew his he knew his audience. He knew what he could say to what one person. He knew what their heart and their desire was. But in this multitude, you have to understand that in the histories that these people were coming by the groves to follow Jesus. They heard about him in their selective cities. So they all ran to him. So he had multitudes following him. And people were there for various reasons, just like when we come to church. Right. Some come for for other uh, for for mating. Let's be real. Right. Some people come for mating. Some come and check out the women. Some come that they just want to get their check in the box. Some come because they actually want to worship the Lord. And I know that I'm in great company for people who just want to worship the Lord and corporately get a word from God and be energized. So they when they go back out there, they can be a witness. They can be a light. But there were some that were spying on Jesus. They were looking for ways to trip him up. And some people, they just wanted a healing. You know what? I can just get what I need to get. and Then I'm out then I don't have to follow anymore. When I'm whole again, I don't need Jesus anymore. We have those same people here today. Not in, maybe not in this church, but in the church at large, right? So they were coming for varied reasons. So he let them know right off the bat, if you're coming after me, if you want to take up your cross, and it's not going to be easy cross. And he's telling us again, the same thing today, that there is a cost associated with following me. People will persecute you. People will cut you off. People will be in your family. People will do you dirty. People will say you are fanatics. People will call you a Bible thumper. Kathy Ann, they're going to call you names because you're a Christian. They're not going to associate with you. Pastor Dave, they're not going to invite you to the barbecue because we're going to be doing a little dancing and we're going to do a little drinking. And we don't want people like that to be around us when we are getting turned up. People are going to ostracize you. Count up the cost. Do you really want to walk this walk? People are going to judge you. Oh, dang, you slip up and curse. People are going to judge you. But count up the cost. Are you still want to follow me? So as he told these people that you count up the cost, he says no one goes to war. He was talking about this king and that you don't go to war. You don't count up the cost because you got to have money for supplies when it comes to war. You're going to have to have things girded up. So he's telling you, if you want to walk with me and my disciples, you're going to have to hate your family. What? I love my kids. I love my wife. You mean to tell me I have to, I have to hate them? He said, you're going to even have to hate your own life, Lacey. 
Can you believe that? You're going to have to hate your own life. Oh, my gosh. I love myself. I love my life. I seem like I got a pretty good life. You want me to hate that, Serena? Who does that? But nothing can be more important. Diane, nothing can be more important. You hear me, Irene? There can be nothing more important than him. Nothing. If you want to follow me. And can you imagine the disciples? They had their own jobs, right, Ariana? They had things they had going on. They had families. They probably had donkeys at home. They had probably had a favorite dog or a fish somewhere. You know what I mean? Probably had some favorite. I wanted to have a recipe. I probably going to cook some porridge tonight. And I wanted to share that with my family. But Jesus called me today. I'm about to forget about the porridge. I'm about to forget about that car that I wanted. Sparky's just going to have to live without me for a little while. Because I got to go follow Jesus. And no, it's not going to be easy. But it's worth it. He tells you what he says. He says that I go to prepare a place for you. If it were not so, I would not have told you. But I need you to count up the cost. Because you won't see that place right away, Ganesha. You won't see it right away. You're going to suffer a little persecution. This is the cost. It may seem pretty good. Like we hear some of those prosperity preachers that you're going to have money in your pocket. They don't tell you that you're going to be broke sometimes. They don't tell you that you may not have gas in the car. They don't tell you that, you know what, my family is not even talking to me, but I had to make a stand. They don't tell you all the, good, the, the bad things that may occur. But Jesus did from the jump. He said, you need to bear that cross. The cost is the cross. And oh, my God, if you would see your cross as opposed to other people, how they see their cross. Some people don't want to pick it up. I think about the, the, uh, the rich young ruler who came to Jesus and said, I, I followed your statutes. I did everything since birth. And he says, well, that's all well and good. Sell all you have and give to the poor and come follow me. Dude, walked away sad. How did Jesus pick that one thing? That one thing. Oh, I don't, I don't want to have that one thing in me. It says everything I'll give you, everything but that one thing. What I give to that rich young ruler is that he counted that cost. He counted it more important. Don't be like that guy. I was thinking about uh, a lot of people in here that have joined the military. There was a cost associated with joining the military. I think one of my favorite was uh, a joint, uh, being on sea duty. That was, a, that was a big cost. I was in there. We had a year that we had back-to-back cruises, six months and seven months. And I was home for three months out of two years. It's rough. It's rough on the family. It's absolutely rough. When I was on, rough, but uh, on shore duty, I knew I was going to be home. It's not going to be no problems. I could go on family vacations. It was no problem. But when I joined the military, luckily I was a single, so I was like, you know, wherever they take me, I will go. I would be one of those disciples. <laughs> wherever you go, I'm counting up the calls like, hey, my life is not my own. I know I signed up for it. Take me where you need to go. Long as I don't die. I said I would give everything, but, you know, if they told me I was going to die, we would probably consider that. But I knew that was an option that might happen. But when I was on sea duty, we came, we came very close to it. We were in harm's way. 
And I always thought about that, that sea duty was the hardest time well, for a family to go because your, your, your spouse is somebody's going to be missing for an unamounted time. And then when they come back, they are starting off where they left off and everybody has moved forward, it seems like. But there is a cost associated for following after God. And I just wanted to put that in your spirit. Pray much for me. Hallelujah. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Lift your eyes to heaven. There is freedom. Yes, Lift your eyes to heaven. There is freedom. Freedom reigns in this place. Showers of mercy and grace. On every face is freedom. If you're tired, if you're tired, freedom. Oh, if you're tired. Give you all Give you all Give you all It's freedom
Cause freedom reigns in this place mercy and grace It's freedom My Jesus reigns in this place There, there is freedom. There, there is freedom. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. I give
I get
You can be seated. We're going to go into this aspect of And this scripture, man, it just talks about freedom all through it. But in it, we find the cost. And in, in it, we find how we honor freedom. All right. And it says, absolutely clear that God has called you to a free life. Now, see, there's no, that means there's no doubt about it. All right. honor freedom you this is how we honor freedom love If you bite, come on, let's hear this. If you bite. Preach all by itself, okay? 
These two It is obvious what kind of life keep sex, a stinking accumulation of mental and emotional garbage, frenzied and joy. If you gifts into our lives, things like affection for others, exuberance about life. I love this scripture. So we develop a willingness to stick with things. A sense of compassion Uh in the heart and a conviction that a basic holiness permeates things and people. We find crucified I am crucified I am crucified with Christ come on since this is a with one of us I'm going to say that one more I'm going to say that you know
I said when I read that, I said I don't even have to preach. I'm just going to read this. It just preaches itself. With this freedom, and to honor freedom, we have to honor God. And when we honor God, yeah, amen, amen, amen. Hey. Thank you, Lord. Oh, Amen. We can celebrate our freedom. Yeah. Hold on. Hold on. Come on. Hold on. God bless America. Land Thank you, Jesus.
Amen, amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Bless the Lord. Thank the Lord. Y'all can be seated. I was just thinking as we were singing that song, how I said God shed his grace on this nation. Hallelujah. And I was just thinking how that throughout history, America's the only other nation other than Israel that was founded based on the word of God. But we've gone quite a ways from Amen. You know, you know we're, we're talking about liberty and freedom and all you know we, we've heard about the cost. Pastor Sam did a wonderful job helping us understand the cost. Amen. When you, when you want to talk about freedom. Freedom is never free. free. You know, we think about there's there's a cost that's paid. And as as Pastor Linda was reading that passage about honoring, and I love that passage coming out of the Message Bible, letting us know, amen, that You know, do things. But when we come around and we understand the cost, amen, we really, amen, just as we, we, we recognize. sacrifice. And that's what I want to just talk about just for a few minutes here is that sacrifice, freedom sacrifice because it takes 
amen, to be set free. I think about it in the scripture. There was a won't cost you something. That's right. And I, I mean, it's of blood. It requires freedom at home. Freedom in the land. So you know, when we think about these things, we can't just think about it lightly like, oh, well. That's right. No, there, there's, a there's a cost. Amen. And we need to learn how to honor that cost. There is also, you know, the, that, that ultimate sacrifice that somebody has to make. You know, so we want to look at that level. Amen. Sometimes you pay a cost. They ain't, getting it, they ain't no getting it back. That's, that's right. You know, I, I think about, you know, You know, like that car, Pastor Fram touched on a little bit. Uh, maybe we, we want to get that next home that he was talking about. Uh, you know, there's uh, something special you want to buy. You start, you start sacrificing the little things that you, you can do without. Even up. You want to be free? Just, just give me a high. No. He had to go to the cross. And dying and Christ. You know, look, look, look what it says here in John 15, 13. You know, like I say, a sacrifice can be painful. Amen. It costs you something. But it said, Great. That for his friends. You know, but I call you friends. Yes. But the question is, for 
to be friends with You know, I don't know how many of us have, have you know, remember watching that movie, the 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 past, and you you see the sacrifice, Amen, on the cross, and you see the pain. for you and me so that we could be free Now, how would we feel if if Christ came into our living room just to just to share His heart with us when He see that we're not honoring the sacrifice that He made? Can you imagine? Come on, G. I went through all. Let's talk about your freedom, now. Uh-huh. For you. That's right. My life. Uh, Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I know I don't. <laughs> Amen. He set us free for freedom. How sometimes we can forget the sacrifice that others have made. Sometimes we are even aware of the sacrifice that's been made. You know, and and I realize the more we're walking in honor, (laughs) the more we would understand that 
He because even because we couldn't do it on our own. Amen. We we needed to come to Him. Amen. We needed so as children of God. He says this in Ephesians 5, 1 and 2. He said, Be ye therefore fire and walk yeah. offered up, came down, got on the cross. To be that offering because the 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 the, the you know the 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 lambs and the turtle doves and the bull But when Christ shed his blood for us, that was good for all eternity, an offering and a sacrifice. Amen. And in Romans 12 and 1, it says this. He says, (laughs) he says, But he said, yeah, you know, touch your heart. But this, this, Your bodies, a living sacrifice. Now look what he said. Not just any kind of sacrifice. Hallelujah. Pump your brakes right there. Is it acceptable to God? Now see, is it acceptable to God? Oh, Jesus. You know, we like. Wow. Right there, you go. You know? So we say. Reasonable. 
Uh-oh. So, so the scripture tells us that he's not even being unreasonable, Francis. That's right. This is reasonable. If you're going to serve God, this is just being reasonable. This just makes sense. After all, Does it go beyond reason? Right. But someone said it just don't make no sense. This is not real. Well, that's the least you could do. He's not you to die for him, like, physically. But he's letting us know we need to know how to crucify this flesh. In order for freedom to really operate, we need that. We need Him to help us to stand in the things that God wants us to stand in, to do the things that He wants us to do. It's just not according to our feelings. It's just not according to you know the whims and the woes of this world, but it's according to the Word of God. Honor those things. You know, as it you know. This freedom that, that we have, see, means that we had a, we want to be the nation want to be independent from some heavy bondage. Want to be set free from, you know, the and why am I saying all that? Because today is the fourth of July. And remember the problem is Sometimes we want to be independent of God too. Uh-huh. Come on now, Amen. Mm, someone said, "Don't, don't, don't go down that road, Pastor David." Say it, say it. I'm my own man. I'm my own woman. Sold out to Him, is that right? But when we sell out to Him, we are no longer independent. We become dependent upon God. Amen. No. And I said that on purpose because. Whether you acknowledge it or not, huh. we all dependent upon him. Because if he says stop, your heart will beat. If he says stop, I mean, your, your heart will stop in an instant. We, we all one heartbeat away from meeting our maker. Just one. But see, just now he let you have another one. Let's honor him. Let's honor him. Let's let's recognize there's a cost that we couldn't pay. And let's hear his word, amen. He went to the cross and died and rose again to show us, amen, that he has power over all those things that will come against you and me. So he's asking you, will you present your bodies? What is your
the love of God. We already seen that, that he sees, says laying down your life for a friend is an act of love. So I say that his laying down his life for us is an act of love because the scripture lets us know, amen, that because he loved us so much. Yeah, so much. Huh? I see he, lo- he said, God loved the world. So loved the world. That was the sacrifice that set us free. Yes. And, I, and when you accept, it shouldn't be hard to reciprocate Hallelujah. back to Him the love that He's given us. God is good. God is so good. Let's stand as we, you know, I just want to pray and open up the altar this morning. Let somebody, you know, that feel like they need God. Can I get that water? Babe, get that water. The water. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. So you clean me up inside. You thought I was to die. If you maybe you have
In those because of this we think you're We give you glory right now. Thank you. Father, I, I just don't pray for those of us that know you, God, but I pray for those that don't. That's right. Oh, we thank Lord, that you would take Keep your command. Yes, yes. And that you're word, here to give God. us the strength to do so. That's your word, so God. we thank you right now, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we pray over our sister right now. Right now, God. In the name of Jesus. Oh, Let your spirit have its way. Yes, God. Do what only you can do. Yes, God. Spirit Hallelujah, God. Oh, we, we pray. A we pray strength over her body, over her mind, and over her spirit. Have your way right now. Manifest yourself in this daughter's life, God, in a mighty way. Hallelujah. We thank you for it. Jesus in your name, God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. You know, we serve a mighty, mighty, mighty good God. A loving Savior that's concerned about everything that we're concerned about. But beyond that, he knows the way out. He knows the answer. He knows the help that we need if we would just trust him. So we thank the Lord, amen, for today. We thank the Lord for the time, amen, just to be able to share about the freedom yes, amen. that's Beautiful. made available to Beautiful us, service. the cost, the honor, the sacrifice 
Amen. We're going to turn it over to Minister David to come and close us out. Hallelujah. Thank 